0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and
1: Wrestling Podcast.
0: And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week?
0: Eh, It wasn't too terrible. Wasn't too uh, terrible. No complaints. A little rainy, but otherwise, meh. Yeah. I mean, we're in the South. What we're in the
1: expect? South. It rains. Yeah.
0: You know, I think we were, like, watching the weather the other day, and I think uh, Gulfport is maybe, at this point, seven inches away from being the wettest the wettest year on record since, like, 1890-something.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, been, we it's got, been wet this year. We still year. got
0: three months left.
1: And it, we can get seven inches of rain. Tomorrow, in a, in a day, yeah. you know, yeah. All right. Well, I had a good week. Awesome. Vacation last part of the week. Yeah, went yeah. and played some golf in Destin. Had some McGuire's. Got yeah, had an Irish that, car bomb. Okay. You know, you know,
0: hate you for that. But mm. all right, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what can you do? Irish wake. I had an Irish wake. That's Irish what wake. Had. Yeah, I was gonna say. I said car bomb. No, car
0: bomb's a uh, stout with <laughs> Bailey's and uh, yeah whiskey in it. No, it was the
1: wake. Well, so, so
0: basically. A bar rag squeezed out with orange juice. Yeah. Because that's what an Irish wake is. Yeah. They're delicious, though.
1: Well, it was kind of... Tasted like a... um, Just like like a weak pina colada to me. Yeah. Now, now, it'll mess you up because there's so much alcohol. Yeah, they're
0: they're, uh, a gold rum, a silver rum, uh, a dark rum, orange juice, then... Uh, cherries and cap, uh, capped off with a little bit of Sprite, I believe. Something like that, right? They're they're nuclear green, uh, and they they limit you to three.
1: They limit you to three. They didn't even have a lid so that I could take my unfinished drink with me. Yeah, well, you know. I had to had to pour it into smaller cups to take it with me.
0: Eh, it is what it is. So.
1: What are we drinking this week?
0: Well, you know, it's, it's the first-ish of October. Mm. You know, we've, we've started spooky season.
1: Spooky skeletons.
0: It's, it's fall, uh, even it, though if you're in South Mississippi, uh, who knows? You know, because we don't have that season.
1: Flip a coin every day and you'll figure out what day, you'll figure out what season it is. So we're doing a, a hard cider.
0: Uh, last year, me and some friends went up to Gatlinburg and there's a place up there called Tennessee Cider Company. And they do different ciders, you know, they've got like like 12 different bottles and types. Um, so I brought the uh, the spiced apple one today. Mm-hmm. So we're going to draw that. Sounds and good. It's not a whiskey, but you know what?
1: Eh. We've never been tied to the whole, you know, whiskey <laughs> thing. It's not <laughs> right. like it's in our name or anything. I know, but, right? Know.
0: Right? I mean, whatever. <laughs> anyway. So we're gonna do that while while we talk about the uh, the ups and downs and then more downs of wrestling this
1: week. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. So, Michael, let's dive in, and we're gonna start with WWE Extreme Rules. Now, for
0: full transparency, I did not watch this. I I canceled my Mm -hmm. Peacock service and uh, flatly refused to watch Extreme Rules. It, It looked terrible. And so, yeah.
1: So, the pre-show, we have Carmella versus Liv Morgan, where Liv Morgan gets the win. She deserves it. She does. Uh, we follow that up with New Day versus Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and Omos, where Big E pinned Lashley for so, the so hold on, hold
0: on. You said the New Day? Yes. With Big E? Yes. The WWE champion? Yes. Was in a six-man tag match? Yes. To start off a pay-per-view. Yes. Like, he had a match later on in the night, though, right? No. Okay.
1: Yes. Sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> your your new WWE champion mm-hmm. starts off the show in a six-man tag match. Cool. He does get the pin over Bobby Lashley here. Cool. cool uh, <laughs> We get the Usos versus the Street Profits for the SmackDown Tag Team titles where the Usos get the win. Mm -hmm. We have Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss where Charlotte Flair gets the win and then rips up Lily. Hopefully that means the end of that. Yeah, that's, that's the only hope. We have Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus where Damian Priest gets the win and retains his title. We have Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, where Becky Lynch gets the win. Uh, Actually, hang on. It was, uh, I think it ended in DQ, if I remember right. It did. It ended in DQ when uh, Sasha Banks made her return, attacked Belair, and then attacked Becky. We have Roman Reigns versus the demon Finn Balor. This was a really good match until the end. Okay. Reigns gets the win.
0: Because, of course, he does.
1: Everybody's laid out outside the ring, like, shall, right before the shall end. Shall we
0: talk about this further in our discussions?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll. we'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> so, moving over to Monday Night Raw. So... Monday Night Raw, we have Big E versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship to start the show. Uh, It ended prematurely with uh, interruptions from The New Day and uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander because I guess that the Hurt Business is back together? Sure. Because they were in Hurt Business shirts. So that match kind of just ended. We're going to see them again later in the night. We have Eric versus Angel Garza, where Angel Garza gets the win. We have Reggie versus Ricochet, which ended in nothing when our truth and somebody else, I don't even remember who, uh, Probably started... Lawa. No, because Tozawa came down afterwards. But yeah, before we can even see these two guys, who should have been an amazing show at least, yeah. R Truth attacks, R Truth, one other person attacks Ricochet. Tozawa comes down from the back as Reggie's walking up the ramp. Reggie avoids him and then runs away. And it was just a complete and utter waste of time. We have the re debuting. God, I hate this. (laughs) We have the re debuting Keith Bearcat Lee versus Akira Tozawa.
0: At least there's a reason the name's there. I just wish they would have done it. I wish it wasn't the middle name and they would have named him Bearcat Keith Lee. That would have at least been a little better. Yeah.
1: You're going to have to tell me what the reason the yeah, names are because I missed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah well, so he versus he faces Tozawa and he destroys Tazawa. Keith Lee, I think, is firmly a heel now.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we have Damian Priest versus Sheamus for the U.S. title where Damian Priest gets the win again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we have Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky versus Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, and Jeff Hardy. Like okay, they put Jeff Hardy in the losers' locker room. Yep. For one time, the crowd and everybody's like, yeah, it's Jeff Hardy. You can't do that. So now we're just throwing Jeff in random matches. Mm-hmm. Okay, that works. Uh, the uh, the heels, I, I guess. I don't. I don't, Mahal, Veer, and Chanky get the yeah, win. Yeah, those are heels. You know, uh, well, but. Mustafa Ali is on the other side. And
0: he's a face now. Well, he's, he's becoming a face because of Mansoor.
1: Yeah. Mansoor apparently cut his hair because his dad, yeah. his dad.
0: His dad called him and told him that uh, he saw him on TV and it was Mustafa Ali. Yeah.
1: His father. <laughs> uh, we get and Cross versus Jackson Riker, where Cross gets the win.
0: Sir, nobody won that match. Well,
1: certainly nobody watching it won that <laughs> match. We get Riddle versus AJ Styles, where Styles gets the win over Riddle. We have Charlotte Flair versus Dewdrop where Charlotte Flair gets the win. We have Big E versus Bobby Lashley in a steel cage match, where Big E retains. Which is good. Following that, Drew McIntyre's music hits, and out he walks. I guess, announcing that he is next in line.
0: Yeah, which we'll, we'll find out on Saturday. We'll find Friday, out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, now, ordinarily, we would go over NXT right here. However, neither of us watched NXT, and I don't think we're going to be watching NXT for the foreseeable future.
1: For full transparency, I turned NXT on at about 8.30, thinking, oh, it'll be the, we'll be heading yeah, into the main event. After two or three segments of just talking and... Like, when I say two or three segments, I had it on my TV for less than five minutes. I completely had no interest in it and changed the channel. It was sad.
0: Yeah. How how the mighty have fallen.
1: It's so hard. (laughs) So,
0: So, we'll go on to Wednesday. We had Dynamite. It was in Rochester, New York. We kick off with CM Punk coming down, and then he joins the announced team. All right. So first match was Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole, where Adam Cole beats Jungle Boy. Uh, Then we had, there was a segment afterwards with the Elite and such, because of course there was. Um, We then had Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Dante Martin and Matt Seidel, where Cody and Lee win. Then Arn threatened murder, uh, which we'll get into. We then had a six-man match of John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen versus Bear Country and Anthony Green, where of course Moxley, Kingston, and Allen win. The Dark Order and Orange Cassidy versus the Hardy Family Office. This was a 16-man tag match.
1: With one referee. with one referee. Jr uh, totally calls that out too. Yes.
0: the The Dark Order wins. Of course they do. This is Rochester.
1: The show was dedicated to Brody. Uh,
0: you know, it was dedicated to Brody. At one point, uh, Stu or uh, evil Uno hops off the apron like he's gonna go to the back. Stu hops off to chase him down. Then Colt goes after him. Colt goes after him. Then Brody's wife, uh, Amanda. Anna, Jay, Ty Conti, and Negative One all come out of the face tunnel. Negative One throws papers in at Uno. Mm-hmm. They start yelling at him. And then Uno kind of, you're right, you're right, you're right. And him and Stu and Colt go running back to the ring. Uh, at the end, all the Dark Order hugs. We have a, a very happy ending Yeah, uh, here. Dark Which Order you'd seems have to be to back do. together. Um. Uh, then we have uh, Tay-Jay, so Ty Conti and Anna J versus the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Where uh, Ty and Anna win. Uh, Darby Allen and MJ, MJF cuts a promo. Darby Allen comes out and interrupts it. They say some words. Then we have our main event: the TNT Championship match of Sammy Guevara versus Miro. And your new TNT champion, Sammy Guevara. Good for Sammy.
1: All right. So that takes us over to SmackDown. Yep. Which is the first night of the WWE draft. Now, uh, we'll go through the draft in a minute. Mm -hmm. We'll go through the draft in a minute. Just know that throughout the show, they start the show off with the first draft pick. Yeah. Uh... But we'll, we'll go through all that all at once instead of breaking it up. Roman Reigns comes out. Brock Lesnar comes out. Brock gets attacked by Roman, throws Roman off, the Usos attack, and Brock lays out the Usos and basically calls Roman a coward and, and destroys the Usos while Roman looks on. He says, don't you touch them. Don't you touch them. Don't you touch them. Don't touch him. As he proceeds to F5. F5, f <laughs> uh, We have Kevin Owens versus Happy Corbin. Uh, Happy Corbin gets the win. Uh, they, also, they were doing, was on his way out. They were doing so good with Corbin with his down on his luck. Yeah. And this Happy Corbin, he's right back where he was before, just yep. with a slightly different... Still, I, a, still a terrible heel. It sucks. Edge comes back to SmackDown. Challenges... Seth to come out. Mm -hmm. Well, Seth's not there. Seth is at Edge's house. Yeah. This segment went on for way too long.
0: There was only one part of this segment that I thought was cool. Well, it was the later part of the segment.
1: Yeah, well, after after Seth gets through exploring Edge's house, Edge is on the phone telling Beth not to go home because apparently she was out shopping while her husband was going to be on TV. Okay. Sure, whatever. Um... And he says, I've called Daniel and David. Yeah. They're on their way over. They're going to call me when they get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Daniel and David refers to FTR. Yes. How did that make it on T? Oh, we'll talk more yeah. about that. But <laughs> uh, we get Liv Morgan versus Carmella, which doesn't actually end up being a match. Yeah, that was sure. awful. Um there was a no. It was a no contest fight. Carmella laid out Morgan in the ring. Yeah, we get a eight man tag team match, um, which was Chad Gable and Otis teaming with Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode to fight the Street Profits and the New Day, Xavier and uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. I was about to say Xavier and Woods. I was like, wait, that doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the faces get the win here. Uh, We see Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair as the main event. And Sasha gets the win after Becky interferes and holds on to Bianca's ridiculously long hair. Mm -hmm. And that was SmackDown.
0: So we move over to rampage which of course was also in Rochester because it was recorded the same day uh, we kick off with Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson where Brian Danielson wins with a cattle mutilator which leads to a after the match the elite comes out then uh, the elite comes out and then uh, the, the the group that's built around uh, Daniel Bryan so far has come out, you know Christian and Jungle and Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Sorry about that. The the my phone decided to do something stupid. <laughs> the second match of the night was Jade Cargill versus Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose. Jade Cargill wins, um, and showed just how green she is and why she needs to be on dark and dark elevation for the foreseeable months. Before coming back to a TV show. Yeah. We then had the main event was Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans in a hair versus hair match. The (laughs) promo, the the Mark Henry lead-up promo for this was, without a doubt, the best one that has happened. because He asked Orange Cassidy about uh, the match, and Orange is
1: just like, huh? I I don't really even know what this is. I don't even know. Sure, okay, whatever. If you lose... yeah. You're going to get your head shaved. He's
0: like, I guess I'm not going to lose then. I guess I'm not going <laughs> to lose then. And he walks down to the ring. Uh, Chris Statletter had tweeted during this ma- before this match that uh, Orange better not lose because she's never seen him bald and doesn't think that would look good. <laughs> uh, so they have the match. Orange Cassidy does win. Then HFO is going to attack. The Dark Order comes out. As does Trent... Uh, uh, Statlander and Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Utah. We get a little bit of a scrum, but not much of one before, uh, uh, uh Angelico decides he's going to go save Jack Evans. And, uh,
1: he gets, beat he back. gets
0: beat ridiculously by the dark order that's standing there. And he get, falls backwards and then HFO leaves while everybody takes a turn shaving, uh, uh, Jack Evans said. Yeah. And that was the end of Rampage. So, where do we want to start? Well, let's go through. I've pulled
1: up. I've got the complete list of your phones being dumb again. I know. It's
0: it's auto-playing a video on Bleacher Report. I hate that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, I've got the complete list of the draft. So, let's go through the draft real quick, and then we'll talk about the different th- things. Mm-hmm. So, SmackDown so far, because there's the... Uh, continues tomorrow night on Monday... Night right. Raw. So we have, so far, SmackDown has the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Right. The Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Okay. Drew McIntyre. Okay.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Drew, the the same Drew McIntyre that on Monday night came out on Raw and pointed his sword at Big E and basically, basically declaring himself, enough, "Yeah, I'm next, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. No, he, he's, he's on, on SmackDown now. now. Cool. Um. New Day's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods are so, on uh, SmackDown so they're so breaking up the New Day, the day again. again. We have Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Yeah. Which is Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss. Hit Row, which includes the NXT North American champion Isaiah Swerve Scott. But you wouldn't Top know. Top Dala, Ashante, uh, The Adonis, and B-Fab. And you were saying about it, Swerve.
0: But you wouldn't know that Swerve was the North American champion because he won that belt in June. And has had one. he has had one six-man tag match. Not even a singles match mm-hmm. with that belt since. Yeah. But you know, we had to get it off of Bronson Reed and let him go because we didn't yeah. see where he could be on the, the main roster. Yeah,
1: I, I imagine that he drops it sometime in the next couple weeks. Yeah, because to... all of this
0: because all of this stuff doesn't take effect until October twenty second. Yeah,
1: following the, the next Crown. show, Crown Jewel yeah. or whatever it Blood is, Blood Money twelve, which we will not be watching or Even
0: really talking walking about,
1: really. about. We might have to mention some things, refer yeah. to it, but we're not going to go through the show. Naomi. Which this actually was pretty good because they, yeah. they had, uh, what's her face call it? Sonya. Sonya she, she's like, obviously this wasn't my pick. Yeah. Naomi. Uh, so, uh, Jeff Hardy, Aliyah, Drew Gulak, Mace, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, and Tony Storm. Drew Gulak still has a job? Drew Gulak still has a job. I thought he was released. No, nope, Drew Gulak still has a job, apparently. Huh. Either okay. that or they drafted him back. <laughs> okay. Raw took the WWE champion, Big E. Bianca Belair. Raw tag team champions, RK Bro. Edge. The WWE women's tag team champions, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Keith Bearcat Lee. Mm God, I hate that. Rey and Dominic Mysterio. Austin Theory. Akira Tozawa. Alpha Academy. That's Otis and Chad Gable. Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Dewdrop. Drake Maverick. John Morrison, Nia Jax, 24-7 champion Reggie, R-Truth, T-Bar, and Zelina Vega. This means that they've broken up Mace and T-Bar. Yeah. Which hopefully means please, dear God, stop with the stupid T-Bar and Mace name. Yeah, that'd be great. Repackage them. Repackage them. Give me... Dijakovic actually, actually, back. Actually, you know what?
0: Unpackage them.
1: Yes. Let them go back to Dijakovic and Dio Madden. Give me Dominic Dijakovic back.
0: So you, you were talking about, you made the comment about Bearcat Lee. And so where that comes from, one of the, the very first black wrestlers that made a an impact in integrated sports was Bearcat White. That's where the name comes from. Okay. Uh, I kind of wish they would have named him Bearcat Keith Lee because it I think it flows better. Yeah. Because B- Keith Bearcat Lee does not come off the tongue. There's, there's something doesn't feel right about that. But Bearcat Keith Lee works. I think it's because you've got a two-syllable and then a syllable and a syllable versus a syllable, two syllables, and a syllable. Yeah. Probably. Either way.
1: Either way. I, I, and I wish they would explain that.
0: Yeah, they, they should have... Like when they, they referred they, to him as uh, Keith Bearcat Lee, somebody on the announce team should have said, you know, that he's picking up that moniker in, uh, you know, an homage to Bearcat White. But that would involve the WWE uh, really saying that... Acknowledging that uh, some other wrestling exists besides them. Yeah. So, we know how yeah. that goes.
1: Okay. Where do you want to start? Do do we want to Let's talk about what they did to the demon. Yeah. Okay, cuz that so, was that was bad.
0: So like I said, I didn't watch Extreme Rules. Um, I didn't want to. Usually even bad pay-per-views, I'm like, "All right, yeah, I'll watch it." I I, I just w- didn't want to watch this cuz I knew the yeah. demon the demon was going to lose. I think that's a terrible idea. You know, to have the demon lose. But
1: whatever, you know. I would like to read you what Jay, our our friend Uh, Jay, put in the chat. But we we cannot do that.
0: Because we are at least mostly family friendly on this this show. Um, So
1: everybody is laid outside the ring. Yeah. Everybody.
0: Yeah, because the Usos come down and they attack uh, Finn Balor. Yeah, they attack the demon. The demon
1: gets everybody laid out. Suddenly, red light comes on. Well, smoke begins to fill it? the arena.
0: He puts them through the announce tables. Yeah. Then, I think, Roman spears him through a barrier. Something so like everybody's that. out Yeah,
1: everybody's out. Lights go out. Red light comes on. Smoke starts to fill the arena. The heartbeat plays. And every time the heartbeat plays, Finn convulses on the ground. Like a fish. When it does the... That his, his entrance music does, mm-hmm. he stands up, mm-hmm. and he is full power, like he never was hit at all. Yeah. Okay. The convulsing could have looked d- terrible. It looked bad, but you know, I, I like the idea of it. You know, I can I can, I can buy the idea. He goes on a tear, and he is destroying Roman. He climbs up to the top rope, and stands there, getting ready to do the coup de gras. And the rope breaks. Yeah, he collapses to the ground. He gets up, turns into a spear. One, two, three. Yep. Yeah.
0: So anticlimactic. And and so what they've you tried have to this
1: whole like, had he won, mm-hmm. it, completely different yeah. feeling. Comple- oh, that was cool. The demon is not going to let Finn
0: lose. Right. So what they do in this is they, they, they try to, to talk their way out of it after the immense backlash that they got over just how stupid this is. Um, they said that when the rope broke, that it knocked Finn out of the demon trance. And so all of the, the damage that he had taken throughout the night from Roman and the Usos flooded back into him. At once, which is why Roman hit one spear and pending. Um,
1: okay, look. I If they could have come up with a way mm-hmm. for when the rope breaks and the lights come back on, all of the face paint is off of him. I buy it. That would have been really cool. They could have done that in the pandemic era. Yes, Pandemic area, the era, they could have done that. And it would have been really cool. It mm-hmm. it would have been. I probably would still make fun of the convulsing on the ground. Yeah, that was terrible. that was dumb. But, yeah. As it was, it just was a super anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Finn lost because a camera guy, because you can go and you, there's, there's yeah. footage of it. A camera guy cut the other side of the rope with a knife. Yeah. And he falls to the ground. I don't understand why right. they did this the way they did it. And, it, and the they were trying is, to protect the demon, I think. And, but and it just doesn't.
0: And the thing is, even on Friday Night SmackDown, they don't even mention it. Yeah, like they don't even mention the rope. They don't mention any of that. I would uh, say probably
1: because they got the backlash. Yeah,
0: and like the the like I said, the only thing they kind of said was when the rope broke and he fell, it took him out of the demon trance. This was dumb. Yes. All the way around. This is the this is this is something we would book while drunk at three in the morning. Like you know it'd be funny. What, what? if what if when Finn went up to do the coup de gras, the rope broke?
1: Ah,
0: ha, ha, that's great. That's rich. That's good shit. Yeah. You know it.
1: it it was just bad. It was awful. It was bad.
0: You know, and like I said, I didn't watch the show. I hear about this afterwards. Michael's blowing up the chat. Jay's blowing up the chat. So I went and found the clips of it. Good Lord, it's bad. Uh, this week's Botchamania spent a very large portion of the actual show and the credits making fun of it with how bad it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, everything exactly. else on Extreme Rules was completely pointless. Uh, nothing changed hands. Everything went exactly as you would have expected it to go. Why even have this this pay per view?
1: Because they feel like they have to have a pay per view a month. Mm-hmm. They don't at all. They feel like they have to have. I don't. Was there even an Extreme Rules match in this? The.
0: I, I the like pre show match, Live and Carmella, I think was extreme rules.
1: Maybe and the main event and the main, was main event was rules. extreme rules, but it wasn't Nothing else was. You remember when we used to get matches and it would be like, Okay, obviously you guys can't settle this in a real match mm-hmm. So we're gonna let you guys fight this out this is gonna be the end of it. Yeah. We're gonna extreme, fight it out in Extreme fight. Rules, a street fight, a cage, a cage a hell in a cell, a of, you know.
0: Yeah, that was the those matches were the ends of feuds. They they were the definitive. You won the feud if you won that match type thing. Now they're just like, oh shit, we uh, we named the pay per view uh, Hell in a Cell. That means we've we gotta have at least one. Because I mean, they didn't. They only had one Hell in a Cell match on Hell in a Cell this year. The other one was on Raw.
1: So, uh, the Hurt Business apparently
0: reformed. The Hurt Business reformed. It looked like we were going to get uh, maybe the New Day versus the Hurt Business, mm-hmm. um, and then half the New Day or two thirds of the New Day gets drafted to SmackDown. So we broke. We we started this this possible. Raw started two possible feuds. Mm-hmm. We started Drew versus uh Biggie and we started maybe the Hurt Business versus the New Day and then Drew and Xavier and Kofi all get drafted to smackdown yeah. which broke all of those so yeah. what was even the point there wasn't one of starting that Monday if I'd... we're going to get a tease you know cuz I was thinking you know what Biggie and Drew might be pretty good mm-hmm. you know I'd like to see a reformed New Day versus the Hurt Business we saw it for a while it was good when they were doing it. Let's get it back.
1: Yeah. I think the Drew versus Roman is the better match. Yeah. And I think that, I don't think You're and, not I, wrong. I, and I think the problem is, is what I What we're
0: going to see, though, is we're going to see Drew versus uh, Goldberg. I mean, not Goldberg, uh, Drew versus Brock. Probably. That's what we're going to see. Because Again, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, uh, if I had to make my bets, uh, Roman loses at uh, Crown Jewel.
1: Yeah, to Brock. Well, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> It'll come back to me. I don't think that they knew Monday night. Yeah, Certainly the writers of the show didn't know mm-hmm. what was going to happen all. in the draft. So they set up what they wanted to see or what they thought would be good show, which would have been compelling television. Yeah. Between Biggie and Drew and the new day and the hurt business.
0: Uh, also right now, because of the draft, we have all four of the horsewomen on SmackDown.
1: I don't see that holding both
0: champs because I'm pretty sure Monday, Becky's going to roll.
1: Yeah. As Monday, All four horsewomen are on SmackDown. All four are heels. Yeah. That would be great. Except. But there's two of them are champions. Two of them are champions. So, so Becky's going to go to Raw Monday night. I feel like
0: Becky and Seth are probably going to Raw uh, because Edge unless went to Raw. So, and there's
1: nobody on Raw that can take the title off Charlotte. Mm-mm. Nobody unless they just decide to put it on Rhea. Unless either but, Rhea
0: pulls it or possibly, uh, yeah, I mean that would be it. Maybe I would say Alexa, but Alexa's apparently out for she's going she's on vacation or something surgery maybe she's
1: she's going to be off TV for a while
0: so she's going to be off TV for a while
1: and the only other option is that they just you're not on raw anymore yep you are hereby stripped of your raw women's championship well personally i But quit- here's the thing USA and i'm sorry to cut you off yeah. USA will not let fox
0: have both Becky
1: chances. and no, Charlotte. No so no Becky is one hundred percent going to Raw.
0: You know, I would say what I would like to see is at draft season every year. Let's do for the let's let's always have the draft. Let's have the draft culminate the week before our our the last week of September, right? We're gonna do the draft. Everybody has their title stripped. Both both women's champions, both men's champions, tag team champions, intercontinental and US title, you know, everybody loses their titles. Then starting the Monday after or the, the SmackDown after we start tournaments.
1: WWE hates tournaments.
0: I know they do, but, you know, I like them, so screw you. Um, Then for the entire month of October, Raw and SmackDown are tournaments, culminating at Survivor Series, where the top two on each side of the tournament fight for the belts, and the people that lost throughout have a Survivor Series match. Something like that would be cool. You could you could even play that, like let's say we weren't ready for Big E to lose his belt, right? We weren't ready yeah. for Roman to lose the belt. Have them win the tournament. One that to me, that makes him even stronger. Okay, I had the belt. Cool. I'll fight my way back up. You the the face gets the conquering all odds to get their belt back. The heel can get their heel portions of You know, what? I have this belt. You can't take it away from me. Blah, 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 blah. And they win every match, whether by legit or by hook or crook.
1: Let's face it. It's WWE. The heels always win by hook and crook. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I think it could be kind of cool. I agree. It would be cool. It would be interesting. WWE's never going to do that. No, they won't. And can you imagine the outcry from the internet wrestling community? ourselves included if they would taken if they would have taken Biggie's title, Big title away from it him would require
0: soon. more it would require more prescient booking you know uh, which again we're talking WWE so we're, there we go we're,
1: we're talking Vince McMahon but Vince McMahon doesn't know what he's doing for dinner tonight
0: so think about it this way man and think of how cool it would be so we have our tournament you know we've had our money in the bank biggie has his briefcase he hasn't cashed in yet right Bobby gets his belt stripped Bobby and Drew, you know, Drew's like, oh, I can challenge again, right? Because remember that stipulation. They fight up the ladder. We get to the last fight. Biggie gets put out somewhere in the middle. Uh, Lashley puts him out mm. in the semifinals. We get to that final match Drew versus Lashley. They go at it. It doesn't matter which one wins, really and truly. Y'all ready to go big? Biggie comes running down, cashes in at the end of the tournament Mm -hmm. after he had just gotten been, he'd just been put out, you know, and he cashes in same kind of cash in, gets his, gets the title. Hooray, hooray. You can still tell the same story with Lashley talking about how you cashed in on me when I was hurt, blah, 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 blah. Tell the same story, but let's have a cool tournament thing there and gives Lashley just even more of a rage inducing, uh, hatred, to Big E. Yeah. You know, I had to fight. I had my title taken from me. I had to fight through five different people. And then you just going to come in and take my title. Think about if you want to build a bigger star, a better star, you know. Somebody wasn't even in the tournament has the Money in the Bank briefcase.
1: Uh, and w- they come down. WWE, if you are listening, we are uh, we accepting. We are available for your writers, right? We are, we are accepting offers. We do have conditions and reach out to us one on our conditions. Facebook page, and we would yeah. be more than happy to discuss uh, our terms with you. One of those
0: conditions is no one over the age of 60 is allowed to change what we write.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that definitely needs to happen. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So we've talked about Raw. Smackdown was it was Smackdown was just a, a lot to talk about wasn't really Smackdown. Smackdown. Brock came back mm-hmm. edge with his Mick Foley cosplay. Yeah. Which Brock looks like he's legitimately just having fun right now. Yeah, He does. He really does. Like, I think he's just like, yeah, okay. They're going to pay me millions of dollars to come do this. Sure. Why not?
0: Uh, edge shouts out FTR.
1: Yeah. That was when I, I, I heard that before I actually saw it. Yeah. SmackDown, and I'm sitting. There, I'm like, "How did that get cleared?
0: Right, right. How did like, that make it? Like, how does air? this happen?" And then you know, okay, oh, okay. He used his, uh, he used their real names, yeah. Because apparently, Edge and them are really good friends. they they were the ones that helped train getting back into ring shape. You know the whole thing, yeah. So.
1: And you know they live. He lives in Edge lives in North Carolina now. Yeah, they're from North Carolina. As yeah. they always want to remind us. Yes. So yeah, the um, the only thing that would have been better is if he also name-dropped Kenny, who's apparently right. also living in North Carolina, at least yeah. according to right. his ring entrance, which would have been amazing. Oh, which would
0: have been hilarious.
1: Um
0: so, you know, speaking of Kenny, let's talk about uh AEW.
1: So, Kenny no balls? Kenny no balls?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's fin- that's great. I'm, I'm I'm on board with that. It's juvenile, <laughs> it's childish, it's terrible, and I'm on board with it 100%. And
1: Daniel Bryan Daniel is Brian the one who is started the one started it. it.
0: <laughs> so on Rampage we have the match where uh the elite comes in, they get the better of Daniel Bryan, they beat up everybody. On Rampage, just the opposite happened. And I got to say I really loved the look rampage when you have jungle boy has Adam Cole in the snare trap and he's cranking on him and Kenny and the bucks are up on the ramp and Cole is shouting, help me, (laughs) help me. Daniel Bryan walks over and he sits on the rope and just, you know, motions Kenny in. And Kenny looks at the Bucks because, you know, Nick just got beat up in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does his Kenny Omega little hop-jump thing and runs to the ring, jumps through the ropes, swings at Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan just grabs his arm, spins him all the way down, and puts him in the bell lock, facing Adam Cole. Uh, and then they both start tapping out. That's great. While Luchasaurus and Christian Cage kind of stand there basically daring the Young Bucks to come get it. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it, that.
1: It was. It, it was. It was great. It was amazing. That whole segment mm-hmm. was so good.
0: Yeah, and that was that segment was on Rampage, uh, of course, which I really liked. Rampage this week. Yeah. They went back to an hour. Um, even the women's triple threat match. It wasn't great. Jade Cargill is way too green. And Thunder Rosa. It, it was
1: so obvious because Thunder Rosa, of those three women, you had yeah. Thunder Rosa, you had Nyla Rose, yeah. and Jade Cargill. Well, Nyla's Thunder Rosa, good. Ny- Nyla's okay. She's a yeah. brawler. Nyla, Thunder Rosa is hands down the most talented woman that was in the ring, easily, and she carried that match. Yeah, as but, best she could. As best she could.
0: Nyla's good. She is. She's not great by any means, but But she's good. She's good. She, but she's not ever
1: going to be the wrestler that uh, I was not ever going to be a ring general. She is a brawler match. Yeah, she's a brawler. She's a. Yeah,
0: she's a brawler. Yeah, she can't carry a match. Thunder Rosa can. Mm -hmm. Jade Cargill was so bad. Jade has like three moves. Yeah. She's, she's way, like, I get it. She's got a great look. Honestly, she would, I would, I would rather see her in WWE. Mm -hmm. Honestly,
1: that look in WWE would be amazing. I I say this as a fan of Goldberg, Mm -hmm. who has like three moves. Yeah. She's a female Goldberg. And... It worked for Goldberg at the time. Yeah. But he's also so much more imposing than Jade Cargill is. It would work in WWE. Her 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 look, her
0: lack of moves, her everything would work in WWE just fine. Yeah. Because they could treat her like they're treating almost right now. Mm-hmm. She could come in, she could destroy people in NXT, the women in NXT, you know, just runs through them, runs through Nikki, runs through Alexa, runs through, you know, the smaller women on the roster until she finally runs up against Rhea or Charlotte and then gets, you know, loses. You know, gives them a run for their money, but, you know, she finally loses to one of them. And you have that. If you give it to Charlotte, Charlotte could then say, you know, she would have another little feather in her cap, uh, if you give it to Rhea, you know Rhea, it boosts her even further up the babyface chain of you know slaying the giant. Um, you could give it to Nikki. You could give it to Alexa. You could have that that Rey Mysterio versus Undertaker style. Yeah. you know, super underdog wins and beats you know giant monster person. Um, it would work in WWE. AEW is not WWE. No, AEW is not the. I have big I'm big I win you know I mean we had Paul white versus Qt Marshall and that was a piss break match yeah
1: this that was that, work was, for that me. was more about getting Paul White yeah. out there and and hey we've got Paul white now sure now it, it, Jade needs to go back to elevation and dark yeah and, and learn learn but they're not gonna do that because she does look so. Because she looks like Jade Cargill. Yeah. She looks like Jade Cargill. I, I don't, there's yeah. no other way to explain it. But she needs to go sit under Dustin's learning tree mm-hmm. and learn. Or whoever they... Ha- She's got to go sit with Orange. She needs to go sit yeah. with some of these people. Arn Anderson. <laughs> all of these people that can show her how the business works. Show her how these moves work and how to take them. How to not sell but also not hurt your opponent when you don't sell.
0: Yeah. Speaking of not selling on dynamite, we did see one of the best no sells of all time. Okay. It was John Moxley, Eddie Kingston and Darby versus bear country. And, uh, the dude's last name is green. Yeah. So he gets up on the top the green guy gets up on the top rope and he goes through a body splash across body onto Eddie and Moxley and he hits them like he hit a wall. Like he jumps off the rope, stretches out, hits the two of them. They don't move, and he falls straight to the ground in front of them. <laughs> Best no sell I've ever seen. Yeah.
1: Well, they did something similar on uh, Rampage when they had, or no, it was it was actually it was on Dynamite when Sammy jumped out to do like that DDT. Yeah. Onto. Uh, Miro Miro I was about to say Rusev. I was like that's not right. That's not right. And he he goes down but doesn't hit his head or anything. Yeah. Stands back up and Sammy's is just like right uh yeah problems. <laughs> it um, was great. That was
0: a good match. It really was. It really was. Um there was something else I wanted to talk about on Dynamite. Uh and now don't, let me look it up real quick cuz I don't remember what it was now. Like my brain just it must be going around
1: now. uh, Slapjack from the the man formerly known as Slapjack has come out with a new character, which gives me hope for yeah. T Bar. And while you're looking up, I'm just talking. While you look up, of course, because he's Australian, mm-hmm. it's a crocodile. He's Dundee, crocodile Dundee, yeah. And like, really, people did Vince just see Crocodile Dundee and like, oh, we need this guy in our show. Yeah. You
0: know. Um, oh, I remember what it was now. It was after the Cody Rhodes match. Uh, it was Cody and Lee Johnson versus... Armed Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: well, it wasn't. they weren't versus Armed Anderson. Right.
0: But versus Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Yeah. Uh, so, after Cody and Lee Johnson win, they're in the ring. Cody
1: goes to say something. And Arn For the record... Lee Johnson gets the pin. He gets
0: the pin on Dante Martin, yeah. who is apparently, hey, man, go out there and pop the crowd as much as possible with your high-flying and, and your athleticism, and then eat the pin. Yeah. Um, so Cody starts to cut a promo, and Arn takes the mic away from him and talks about Malachi Black.
1: No, and no. Arn takes the mic away from him and says, shut up, Cody. Says,
0: shut up, Cody. Yeah. Then he goes in talking about Malachi Black, how you know black took him out the only re- the reason that Cody lost was because he got out of the ring to check on arn you know when arn fell off the uh, the ring apron you know you need to don't worry about me you should have closed the match you should have taken care of your business and then he goes on and his promo is that's the difference in you and me you know if i'm getting carjacked and we're like whoa where did this come from if i'm getting carjacked and a guy goes to take my car. I'm pulling my Glock out, and I'm putting it against his forehead, and I'm blowing his brains all over the parking lot. And you would just give him the car and be like, here, take it, don't hurt anybody. And then Arn leaves the ring. And we're sitting here watching this going, what did we just hear? Arn just said mm-hmm. he would cold-blooded murder a dude in a parking lot.
1: Um, uh, I believe that would be self defense
0: still okay the guy was fixing to take your car and he's not armed and you're gonna blow his brains out that that's to me that's still murder <laughs> um then later on in the night we had the the m j f promo where mJf talks about the four pillars of uh, aew and he calls out uh, him Sammy Guevara darby and Jungle Boy, because he says Jungle Boy beat him. Uh, Sammy Guevara beat him. Darby was the third pillar, and then me. The you know he just kind of skipped over Darby completely. So Darby comes out, and then MJF cuts a promo on Darby about how you know he's straight edge because when he was a kid he got in a car wreck with his uncle, and his uncle died, and the wrong one died in that wreck, and yeah, like we're like, dude. AEW going dark tonight. Uh, I'm not used to seeing promos like that in wrestling. I'm not saying they're bad. It hasn't
1: been. We haven't seen those promos for a while. For
0: a while. I mean, back in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, Attitude Era. I mean, come on. In the Attitude Era, we had Triple H uh, dressed up like Kane, jumping in a casket on a mannequin to simulate sex. The 90s were weird, man. <laughs> uh,
1: but I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. I actually enjoyed both. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the promo. The the one with Darby yeah. and MJF just didn't... The one that with, one didn't resonate with me. That one didn't hit as well. But, to
0: me, that one felt
1: more like
0: uh, uh the Jeff Hardy-Sheamus stuff, yeah. almost. Like, I, I kind of don't like when they bring in, uh, like, real-life alcohol problems as a heel. eh, hey, gotcha. You know, I didn't like when they did yeah. it with Jericho. I didn't like when they did it with CM Punk. I didn't like it when they did it with Jeff Hardy.
1: Hey, I'm, you just, know. I'm not a fan of that. Now, the Arn Anderson one. Was comical as heck, if you ask me. Yeah, it was it comical. It came out of left field. Came out of left field. I don't see any problems with it. Some people do, apparently.
0: Yeah. Well, Arn's even got a shirt. His new shirt now is Arn. And it's the A, the R is a gun for the R, and then <laughs> N. Um.
1: Where Arn comes from, if you know his history, that makes sense for his character. Yeah.
0: That's going to do Anderson.
1: me wrong. I'm going. You know, you're not going to steal from me. I'm going to put a gun to your head, and yeah. I'm going to pull the trigger. That's Arn Anderson. That is Arn Anderson. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed him basically saying, I'm sure he's not hell not going to coach a loser. Yeah. Grabbing uh, what's-his-face and Lee leaving. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. A, come on, uh, Lee. Uh, come on, Lee. At least you listen to me. Right. And leaving Cody in the ring. Yep. Are we finally going to see Cody turn heel?
0: Maybe. Either that or we're gonna try to make him superface, which the crowd does not want. Um Yeah. But
1: what else we got? Anything?
0: Austin Theory. This has what? to
1: be an exciting Now thing yours is do. doing it. Mine, now mine's doing it. Why well, I, I don't I hate that. <laughs> I I hate this whole we have to autoplay. Yeah. Apple please do me a favor, give me a setting in Safari that will shut off the autoplay videos.
0: Yeah, because you can shut it, I think you can shut it off if you're on Wi-Fi, if you're not on Wi-Fi, but you can't shut it off otherwise. And we're, of course, on Wi-Fi here.
1: So. Yeah. Um, there is kind of one bit of news that's interesting that I just was was looking at a minute ago, and it does okay. not have to do with Austin Theory, like my video was, <laughs> was doing. So AEW and Raw, WWE, are mm-hmm. going to be, playing in the same arena week or so apart. Really? hmm Okay. Uh, it's at the UBS Ar- Arena in Long Island, New York. Okay. Raw takes place on November 29th. Dynamite takes place on December 8th.
0: Okay, so a week later.
1: Yeah. As of Saturday night, mm-hmm. AEW had distributed an estimated 7,318 tickets. Okay while Raw had an estimated 2737 tickets distributed. Wow. AEW is outselling that arena 3 to 1.
0: That's insane. In New York. In New York, you know, the
1: home of WWE. Really and truly. I mean, what? Vince needs to look at that. And he needs to realize that there is something wrong.
0: There is. There is a major problem with WWE right now. Mm. From NXT was like a little gasp of of hope, and now it's gone.
1: We can't even watch it. We didn't even watch it this week.
0: Uh, Raw and SmackDown. Raw has been drivel for the past year. Yeah. And SmackDown, while considerably better is just still not good uh, outside of, you know, Roman has his moments. And, and truthfully, the Roman storyline has more good moments than bad. But when they're bad moments, oh, they're bad moments. Yeah. Um, that's insane. That's nuts. That's something that if you would have told me a year ago, You know, once we get out of pandemic and everybody starts doing their thing, that AEW is going to triple uh, the sales of Raw in the same arena within the same period of time. Within a week. That if you were going to say that, I would would call you a liar. And and to me, that tells more than anything because wrestling shows a week apart by the two main players, you're having to pick which one you're going to like if you would have told me that Raw was going to be there October 1st and uh, AEW was going to be there like December, December 30th or something yeah. like that you know th- to me that doesn't say a whole lot that's several that's you know two weeks two months apart yeah okay people could buy a ticket for Raw and they could buy a ticket for AEW probably in a two week period in a two yeah. month period you know you can you could swing that this is a week apart a week apart this is the average wrestling fan, like us, like anybody, is going to have to say,
1: which am I going show to spend my see? money to
0: go see Raw, or am I going to spend my money to go see AEW? And I think we have the answer there of which show most people want to see.
1: Now, what I would really like to see is, following this, mm-hmm. how many tickets did AEW give away?
0: Yeah, the how the, many the tickets. tickets?
1: Yeah, you know, I want to see the breakdown of the tickets. How many were bought? How many were sold? Who all? How many? You know, the numbers that attended. Yeah, and I want the venue to release it. I don't want WWE to release because right. WWE is going to release. They're terrible their, about releasing their numbers. You know, well, they they always inflate it. They include what was it? Everybody who is there, whether or not they bought a yeah. ticket or not.
0: Well, it was like uh, it was back in the eighties when they said I think it was the Silver Dome they set the, we set the inside attendance record at, you know, a hundred and something yeah. thousand, and the Silverdome only holds 90,000.
1: Yeah. Know? Well, and they also, they include everybody who works for WWE. Yeah, so all the, all the performers, all the producers, the producers all of the cameramen, all of the people selling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They include all of that in their numbers, and then they inflate it by 10 to 20%. Mm-hmm. I want the venue to release the actual numbers. Yeah. How many people showed up? At our doors, we scanned this many tickets. And the venues do release that. Yeah. That is knowledge because most of those venues are kind of semi-public entities. Yeah. So you can generally get that those numbers.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, that... Vince needs to really pay close attention to that. Mm-hmm. Because it's, this is the first time in 30 years that there is a competitor, a legitimate competitor to WWE.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is there, look... That is money. Yes. that is direct money. That's not a, you know, that's not the internet wrestling community saying that AEW's is better or WWE is better, wh- wh- that Vince can blow off. You know, that's not, uh, that's not Nielsen ratings where Dynamite has beaten Raw a couple of weeks now. In a row, and where Vince can say, "Well, it's because of Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football is the reason that we're losing that because you know everybody's watching football instead of us, or they record everything, and you know they record us on Monday. They're still watching, but they just watch us later. Yeah, um, that is not affected by anything. Mm-mm. That is, I am opening up my wallet to go to a wrestling show. Which one am I going to see?"
1: And they're going to see AEW mm-hmm. by a three to one margin. Yeah. With that being said, we need to shout out some friends. Yep. So uh, go check out our friends, the Rogues Cast Radio over there. They talk about all the nerdy stuff. And man, it's great. It's, it's hilarious every time yes. I listen to them. It is, it so. is
0: not for ch- children's ears. No, so. it is not for children. So while we are a little more family-friendly, they most assuredly are not.
1: And if you don't believe me, in their most recent episode, they destroy any thoughts that you might have that this could be for children in the first 30 seconds. Yes. So go check them out. Go check out our other friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones, where they talk about movies and other such things.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're local... Obviously, we'd like to give a big shout-out to McNarb Gaming for allowing us to use their, their recording space here. And while you're here, go to their store, get a board game, get some magic cards, get uh, some dice, uh, card sleeves, miniatures games, paints. Is it hobby? Is it gaming-related? They've got it. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, get the stuff. You can sit there and play it. They've got giant tables you can sit down and play with.
1: If um, you want to check out a game before you buy it, they yeah. probably have it on their game shelf to, to play.
0: Yep. If you have so. bought a game and you're curious about it, you know, you're wondering some questions, usually there's somebody up here that can probably answer those questions
1: for you. Yep. Um, and also, uh, while you're here, once you've picked up your games, head on over to Big Dog Liquor and check them out. They've got all the liquor that you could want. They've got wine. They've got whiskeys. They've got vodkas and gins, and if you want it, he can get it for you. Yes. So go check them out. Let them know that we sent you, Mm -hmm. and cheers. Cheers.